Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is the son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Hallelujah. How many know God is fighting for us? Yeah, the enemy is defeated. And we will shout it out. Amen. Somebody put your hands together and give the Lord a shout. Please be seated in heavenly places. Wow. Well, it's a time to give a very powerful offering and your tithes. Hallelujah. But before you give it, I want to read a portion of scripture with you and your life will not be the same. Amen. You know, whatever we do as Christians, we need to be guided by the word of God. Amen. Yeah, we get born again by the person of Jesus when we receive him or believe in his name. But there are principles that will also take us further in Christ and to live and operate the life that God has for us. Turn your Bibles quickly with me to Genesis. Genesis. Genesis chapter 8. Verse number 22. Genesis chapter 8, verse 22. Is it in your Bible? All right. Can we read it together? One, go. While the earth remained, seed time and harvest time, and cold and heat, and summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. Hallelujah. While the earth remained, in the NLT, it says, as long as the earth remains, there will be planting and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night. As long as earth remaineth. Tell somebody, as long as earth remaineth. So, the, my short exhortation this morning uh, is my seed, my harvest. Tell somebody, my seed, my harvest. Tell another person, my seed, my harvest. Amen. Okay, so read again from Genesis chapter 1, verse number 29. Genesis chapter 1, verse number 29. Can we read together one go? And God said, behold, I have given every herb bearing seed which is upon the face of all the earth and every tree in the which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed 
to you it shall be for meat. But before this, where is this coming from? Maybe when you go back a few verses, you understand where God is coming from in this scripture. Verse number 27 of Genesis chapter 1 says, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. Okay, so God has given man dominion. God has blessed man to multiply, to increase, and to have dominion over everything, the plants and all that. But before God leaves man, he gives him a secret. Hello? Before God will leave man, it's like somebody has given you a car. He's giving you the car key. And before he goes, he tells you that even when you swing the car key and your leg is not on the clutch, it's not going to start. So that's why anytime you see behold, it means without careful attention, you wouldn't know. Hello? You see, God does not speak to while away time. You know, sometimes you are talking to somebody, you don't have anything to say, so you, you are just talking to while away time. God has, he speaks on purpose. So he had told him, you have dominion, you are going to do this. But he comes to the verse number 29, and the Bible says that God said to him, even though he's blessed, he's giving him all things, but he says that there's something that if I don't tell you, you will be here with the blessing to be fruitful, have dominion, and it will not happen. So he tells him, he said, and God said, behold, look carefully. Take a careful notice of this. I have blessed you and all that, but without a careful understanding of how to operate the blessings I've given you, you are not going to have it. And what did God say? He said, behold, I have given you every help bearing seed. The help bearing what? Seed. Which is upon the face of all the earth and every tree in the which is the fruit Okay, of the tree yielding seed. In the which is the what? Fruit of a tree yielding seed. To you it shall be for meat. So, in other words, <laughs> in other words, when God, do I have a, what do you call it? If you take a plant, God was talking to say, Behold, I have given you the herb, you can eat everything upon, but I need you to understand something. That what you have to eat, within it, is a seed. So when you eat all, when you eat all, you have eaten the fruit and the seed together. So even though I say be fruitful and multiply, your multiplication is in what you are about to eat. You cannot be so hungry that when you are given a sweet, you swallow with the, with, the, with the wrapper. You cannot be so hungry that because of, even when you get a fish, you scale it. 
You cannot be so hungry that you are eating the scales and the fins and everything. No! And within the fish is the eggs, the fish eggs. Now, if you are carefully able. So, if you are so hungry that you want the skin, you want the scales, you want the fin and the eggs. Then you are eating your seed and the fruit and the tree all together. Yeah, for roughage. You want to have a roughage. So you are eating the tree and the fruit and the seed. Are you here? Yeah. So whatever God gives you, so your salary that comes, bam. In the salary is a tree. It's a fruit and there's also a seed. It depends on you. If you don't have what it takes to separate the tree from the fruit and the seed, ah, you will swallow all. There are portion of, uh, of, of, of uh, what do you call it? A goat, a sheep, a chicken that is not, is the bar. Your tithe is a bar. It's very bitter. When you eat it, it spoils everything. So when you get your salary, you cut the head of it. 10% is the bow. It belongs to God. Then the remaining, the seed is within. This is the principle that God told Adam. That you know what? I have blessed you. But if you don't look carefully, if you don't look carefully about what I have given you, and you are going to eat the tree and the seed and the fruits, all the blessing I have said, be fruitful, multiply, increase, have dominion. You will have dominion over nothing. Yeah, that is why I'm saying that you can be given a car. The car is yours and all that, but a little instruction that it can tell you that, you know, you can swing the car. You can swing the key. It may never go. Maybe you sometimes need to put your two fingers in a specific place. Yeah. You can call a mechanic, he will come, you notice that the car is not because there's an instruction that you need to behold. Tell somebody, behold. behold. Don't eat the roughage with the seed and with the tree and everything. Hallelujah. Your seed, your seed is your harvest. That is why the Bible is telling us when if you had gone a bit further from where we read, okay, above the um, Genesis chapter 8, if you have started from maybe verse number 19, you will notice that this statement came about through an offering. After the flood, after the flood and all that had happened, Noah offered a sacrifice. Offered a sacrifice. He offered, he gave an offering. And Bible, God smelled the offering. It was beautiful. It was so sweet. And God uh, say, I will never curse the earth again for your sake. And it says, it told uh, uh, Noah that, look, be assured of this. Be assured of this, that once the earth is remaining, you are always going to have seed time and harvest time. Hallelujah. You are going to have cold and heat. You are going to have day and night. You are going to have summer and winter. Once we are not in heaven and we are over here, harvest will surely follow a seed time. Hallelujah. So this morning, as you seed, as you pay your tithes, 
Oh, you are doing what will cause you to be fruitful. You are doing what will cause you to multiply. You are doing what to ensure that you have dominion, that you are reigning in this life. Hallelujah. Your seed, your harvest. Don't eat the seed in addition to the tree and the fruits. Leave. Hallelujah. So, you know, there's some, it's like you have a, a, a maze. You cannot, I mean, take the husk and the, and the corn on the, uh, the cup to get, you cannot eat. There are portions that you need to remove before you come to the actual uh, fruit or the seed. Amen. And often there is no difference between a seed and a fruit. The difference between a seed and a fruit is what you decide. The portion that you eat is a fruit. The portion, the same portion, when you sow it, is a seed. Amen. It's like, it's like money. When you take it from a bank, it's a loan. When your employers give it to you, it's a salary. <laughs> Dependent, yeah, when somebody gave it to you, it's a gift. It has, the, the same money has different, yeah, it can also be Lobola if it's paid for you. The same money. So when we are talking about Lobola, you may think there is something, no, it's money, but the role, the function has changed. Hallelujah. May you have a seed. And may you have a fruit. And may God ensure that you be fruitful. You will multiply, increase, and have dominion, not only once, but all the days of your life. Can I hear your loudest amen? Can I hear your loudest amen? So, take your uh, seed, take your tithe. The tithe is the unwanted portion. That one belongs to God. The tithe is not yours. It belongs to God. It's the bow. When it mixes with your, this thing becomes bitter. How many want the bar of a meat to, I mean, when the bar breaks, it spoils that whole thing. So never mix the tithe with your actual money. So take your tithe, the tenth of all that God has given us, and add your first seed, the first offering, and let's pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, thank you for this great opportunity to obey your word. Lord, thank you for opening our eyes to see. You said, behold. We are beholding that the, the herb has a tree portion, fruit portion, and a seed portion. Lord, help us that we will not eat the seed. Help us to know that the seed that will bear the tree and the tree will bring fruits is what we need to sow. Lord, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. And I pray for those who have paid their tithe already and those who are paying, remember us and let your word and let your faithfulness be before us like never before. We thank you and we bless you in Jesus' mighty name. We are so encouraged this morning. I am encouraged. They cried out unto the Lord and he sent his word and healed them. I believe that healing is taking place in our soul this morning. Do I have people that are being healed? As God's word, God is singing down to us. And God has been, already been speaking through Bishop. Stand to your feet. And let us welcome back our pastor.
Let us welcome back our shepherd. I don't hear your joy. I don't hear your joy. I don't feel it. Clap your hands with Jesus' joy. Stamp your feet. Bishop Napoleon Essien. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We bless you. What a good God you are. Thank you for a new day, a new week, a new month in this year. We are grateful, Lord, for bringing us to the fifth month in 2021. Some of us thought we would die in 2020. You brought us, and as though it wasn't enough, but you've taken us already to the fifth month. We are grateful. We are thankful. We say to you be the glory. To you be the honor. To you be the praise. We know there's a reason and there's a purpose for which you have left us here. Let that purpose and let that reason be fulfilled. Lord, this morning we lift our hands to you. We say have your way. Grant us understanding hearts. May we not be the same and let your purpose be fulfilled. Holy Spirit of God, you are most welcome. Have your way and do what you have purposed to do this morning. In Jesus' mighty name. And all the saints shall shout and say, Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, somebody put your hands together. And please be seated in heavenly places. Look, whoever is distributing the sound, make sure you give me enough. I will see you after service, okay? If I owe you because of the sound, I will pay. This is the most critical point that I need, some sound. Amen. Well, we've been sharing and talking about many accord. Hallelujah. How many feel that you are most likely called and not called? How many have already noticed that you are called. Have you noticed that you are called? Yeah, so what do you intend to do? You need to answer the call. Amen. So, do we have the books here? Many are called. Is it here? Do we have many are called here? If you don't have a copy, come quickly, take it, because I'm going to preach from chapter 5. Many are called. How many need a copy? You need a copy quickly. You need a copy. You know, the way it is, it is not possible for me even to go through all of it. If you need a copy, it's not free anyway. I mean, if it was free, you wouldn't come and meet it. You should understand. Yeah, but it's very reduced when you finish. Please uh, give, I'm sure your shepherd knows you. You are in church. You cannot still in church. How can your calling even be sure if you do something like that? Okay. Oh, please, if you need a copy, come and make sure that your shepherd knows that you've taken this. Tinashi, your shepherd. Okay. Who else? You also need a copy? Good. If you need a copy, come. Okay. What's your name? Cindy Siwe. Can you see? God bless you. You need to. Okay. Let me. Uh, 
You too. Ah, okay. Yeah. Mbali. If you need come, it's not good for, you know, and please read it. If you wouldn't read it, then there's no need even uh, spending money on this. What is in this book will change our lives. Amen. Can I tell you something? If only you not be offended. It is said that if you want to hide things from a black person, put it in a book. May this statement not be true about us. Amen. If you put it in a shoe, they will get it. In a wig, they will get it. In a book, some people don't read, but you, you have broken through. What's your name? Asisipo. And you are? Leah. Okay. Who is your shepherd? Asisipo and Leah. Who is your shepherd? Ah, Tanda's one. Good. Who else? Please make sure you have it. Because the way it is, you need to read it and understand it. Who wants it for free? The way you are looking nice. You want a, a free book. <laughs> All right. All right. If you don't have it, you can. You don't have it. Oh, okay. And the main thing you need to get is the Macarius. The Macarius box. Yeah. If you get it, it's far better than the one one. All right. So let's pray. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. So I have been sharing and talking about many are called. Amen. And we notice that many means more. Means most of them. Means a lot. Okay. Plenty. Okay. So if we look at all of us, if there are 10 people and they say many of them passed the exams, it will certainly not be five. Okay. Yeah, many will not, many will not even be six because six and four is not different. So when you say many, it means maybe nine or eight, many of them. You get many of the ten. So many are called. When we say that in Christ, the Bible says many are called, but few are chosen. What does it mean? It means that most of the people who are called, sometimes they don't even know that they are called, and therefore they don't respond to the calling. Did I tell you the story of my friend? I had a friend. We wrote an exams, and when uh, we finished the exams, he, he did not come to write the exams. You get it? So we went to look for him. When we went, he was sitting down. His legs were in water, learning to write the exams the next day. I'm telling you, and that thing has affected him up to now. He couldn't uh, go to the university. And it has, it has destroyed all his life. Because he did not, he, I mean, respond to the time that he needed to respond. Are you here? Yeah, so in, in the Bible, we see so many things like that. And we don't want to destroy our lives. Amen. So today I'm sharing with you what it means to be called. What it means to be called. Hallelujah. Now, the reason why many people don't answer the call is because they don't know what it means to be called. Let me tell you something. Are you here? When you read 
a sentence and there is a word in the sentence that you don't understand. You don't understand all. Are you here? If they put a sentence here and you can read it, but one word in the sentence you don't understand, it means you don't understand all. So anytime you read something and you don't understand a word in it, don't think that you understand it. <laughs> can you put a sentence there? Any sentence. If there's something, there's a word you don't understand, it means you don't understand it. So sometimes we don't even know that we don't understand. That is why we don't even get the understanding because you thought you understood it. And he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, now, if you don't understand, opened. Okay, but you can, you know that it's easier. You can see people reading things and they don't understand what they are reading. It's easier to read and say the right things than to understand. So he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, and you don't understand, opened. That means that the whole sentence will not make meaning. Or you understand it in a wrong way. Do you understand? Or you don't understand, you understand the open, but you don't understand what is mouth. Or you think that it's month. He opened his month. Right? So the meaning you give to a specific word in a sentence can change everything else. So when you read and you don't understand a single word in it, tell, mark that sentence, mark it, I don't understand. There's something here I don't understand. Students read and they don't understand, but they think they understand, they move on. A word that even you can't pronounce, how can you understand? Often you are able to pronounce the word that you don't understand. But here, you can't even pronounce the word. So the meaning of the word is far. Hallelujah. But I'm talking this morning to you about what it means to be called. Because if you don't know what it means to be called, how will you answer? How will you answer? If you don't know that when I do like this, it means come. When I, you also start waving at me. <laughs> you may think that I'm waving at you, but I'm not waving at you. You see, and it can bring frustration. Hallelujah. You can be wrong. You can sincerely not know. But not knowing something sincerely doesn't make any difference. You are sincerely wrong. You have sincerely not answered the call because you did not understand what it means to be called. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm preaching very short according to my time. So I need you to listen carefully. I need you to listen very carefully. And when you get this, I'm sure your life will be helped in a way that you have not imagined. Amen. Now, if you don't understand what it means to be called, you are not going to respond to it. And if you don't respond to it, it will have consequences. It will have consequences. Even me, that I did not create, I can't create human beings. Some of us, you can see, when your mother or your father calls you and you delay in responding. Hello? Am I coming home? Can you relate to that? Your mother has called you. 
Siabulela. Ma. You are still playing. Sia. Then you answer, I'm coming. And it's taking some time. See that when he, she is coming, she doesn't come. She come ready for action. And this is somebody who cannot create you. And this is somebody who cannot manufacture one hair. This is somebody who doesn't know how, what purpose God has created you for. And she has called you. And not that you will not come, but you are delaying. She comes and beats you properly for you to cry. And as you are crying, it is said to you, they say, thank you. And this is your human uh, uh, father and mother. Yeah. I want, there's a guy, there's a pastor I know. When he was in school, he used to, I mean, be truant. And one teacher developed interest in him. Don't think it's me. It's another pastor. Uh, <laughs> very clever, but he, he, he did not like going to school. So the teacher developed interest in him and went for this guy. He would go and this guy would be swimming. Time to go to school, he would be swimming. Then the teacher would be patient with him. Come. Dress up and when they get to school, then he will beat the guy. Five. He will beat him. After beating him, he says, you say, thank you. And if the guy doesn't say thank you, go and sit down. He has to start again. Have to start again. Another five. Another five. So you say, thank you. You, see, you are forced to. Yeah. I know that guy. I, I, I know that guy. Yeah, it's a pastor somewhere. There is not even zero percent in the in what I'm saying. There's not a joke in it. Hallelujah. Yeah. And listen to me. Your mother can call your father, your employer. Your employer say, "Come to work at seven. You, you come at eight. They sack you. They reduce your salary. They demote you. Look at human beings when they call you, and you delay. Look at the reaction." So it's very important for you to understand what it means to be called so that you don't do it to God. If you know who God is. Yeah, because God is more than your father. God is more than the president. God is more than your employer. God is more than anybody you can imagine. Hallelujah. And sometimes we are quick and we are afraid and we respond in fear, in, in honor, and all that to human beings. But when it comes to God, if you can respond to call by a man, by a woman, by somebody who doesn't have all power, the way you are afraid and respond, then when it comes to God, you need to be careful. Amen. So let me tell you this. Look at Revelation chapter 4, verse number 11. Maybe it will help you to understand. I'm going to tell you a few things. Then we look into the book and we'll be out of here. Amen the men? Amen. And amen the ladies. Okay, Revelation chapter 4, verse number 11. One, go. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created what? All things. He created what? All. What did he create? All. Okay. And 
for thy pleasure. They are and were. They are and were. Who created all things? And why did he create them? That is why when God kills, it's not a murder. If you take a clay and you make something out of it, and you destroy it, who is going to arrest you? But if somebody comes and plays with your clay, you may fight the person because it's your clay. Do you understand? The reason many people don't understand the Bible is that when God kills, it's not murder because he created you. He created all things and he created you for his pleasure. You are created by God. I am created by God for a specific reason. To come and fellowship with us. Hallelujah. God came to Adam in the cool of the day. That was what gave God pleasure. He looked at his masterpiece. What he has created. And he created animals. Have dominion. God created us for his pleasure. Hallelujah. So it would be very wrong. Can you imagine? Can you imagine that you have created something? You are the porter. And you have created a pot or a cup. And the cup says it's not moving. It doesn't even happen. It doesn't even happen. How many understand what I'm talking about? So I'm talking about what it, it means to be called by God. Amen. Not by your mother or your father. And those of us who have, uh, what do you call, sangomens in our ancestry. Sometimes there's people, they say they have a call. And if they don't respond, they are going to be sick. You are afraid of a lesser God or a, a, what do you call it? A sangoma, a call to be a fetish priest. And you are now rather worried about the call of God. Matthew chapter 10 verse number 28. Look at what the Bible says. Am I preaching? Okay. Matthew chapter 10 verse 28. Bible says, and fear not them which kill their body. And are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both the soul and the body in hell. Amen. People are so concerned about even the call to be a sangoma. If I don't go, I will be sick. But if you are a proper Christian, no power can have any power over you. Hallelujah. Don't be afraid of anyone who can only destroy the body. Attend to the call of God. God is the most important. He has all the power. Hallelujah. And when you heed the call and you do what God wants you to do, you will be a free woman. You will be a free man. Hallelujah. What does it mean to be called? To be called means to be summoned. Number one. Chapter five. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying. So to be called means to be sermon distinctly. Hallelujah. Sometimes you, you can be called in a group. Sometimes somebody says, oh, can I have all the first year students? Can I have all the people who are doing my trick? That is not distinct. But to be called means that you have been singled out. You have been called by name. Yolanda, they call your name. To be singled out and to be called out for a purpose. That is to be called. So when you have a call, 
When you, all the things that we, we, we spoke about, the desire, okay, to help and all that, when you have it, it means you have been singled out. Look at Sunday morning. How many people do you think that they feel after God? How many people do you think that they, they want to pray? They want to fight? They don't move. The call upon you, it is a, a distinct call. You have been summoned. Hallelujah. What it means is that God has summoned you. And if you don't go, the consequences will be too much. Have you seen somebody, even, uh, what do you call it, on the field of soccer, can you see somebody that the referee has flagged yellow or the red, then he said, I won't go out of there. <laughs> you don't belong, I mean, you in the, in the field of play, the referee is like, it's like the one in charge is over all the people. When the referee issues a card, come out, or they are changing you. You, do, you can't say anything. It means they, they will put your number on the screen. You come out. Whether you want to score a goal, whether you, they say, come out. It's all, oh, I have trained. I have trained. 90, I can play 90 minutes. We just started to say, come out. You don't even need to argue. You are summoned distinctly, individually. That is what it means to be called. Hallelujah. Are you here? To be called by God means to be identified, called out by name, and selected by God. You are identified. Tell somebody, I'm happy God has identified me. In Isaiah chapter 43, the Bible says, I have called you by name. I have called you by name. Are you there? The Hebrew word that means, that is translated called, is the word kara, which means to be called out, to properly address by name those that are bidden and called for. And the Greek word is kletos, which means to be invited or appointed. So when we talk about many are called, you are called. What it means to be called is that God has summoned you. Do you know sermons? Yeah. If a police officer comes to your place to uh, search or whatever, he needs a warrant or to be called. He brings a sermon, something that has your name, address, everything. They, they come to your place. You are invited. And when God calls you, he calls you by name. He singles you out. Not many. That is why you cannot compare yourself with even me. Hallelujah. That's why I'm also not comparing myself with you. Because God has called me as a person by name. And he's also called you by name. Hallelujah. May you answer the call. In Luke chapter 19, verse number 5. Bible says, and I read. And when Jesus, and when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must abide at thy house. Amen. Zacchaeus was called by name. Amen. So to be called means you are identified, you are called out, you are summoned distinctly. You can't be 10 
when Paul was called, he was actually in the midst of people who were going to cause arrests. And he was the one who was singled out. He fell to the ground. They all saw the uh, light that was brighter than the sun in the noonday. And they all heard a voice. They heard a voice. But he was singled out. Hallelujah. And sometimes because we want to fit in and want to compare ourselves with ourselves. Sometimes we are just like Peter. Peter is the guy who said, Lord, what will you have this person to do? When you are called to do something, he turns around and says, what about this person? Because even twins who are born on the same day, they don't die together. So even when you are a twin, don't think that your, your uh, date of expiry is together. You were born on one day, but one goes and one is around. So you cannot even think about it. Oh, we are twins, so we are going to decide when to respond. No. The day you will die, your twin can change and go. Even twins don't die together. How much more friends? How much more somebody that you have met? You have met at uh, your, your school. Somebody that you... No. Not even your wife. Not even your husband. It doesn't matter. Hallelujah. Yeah, I want my wife to obey the calling. And I also want to obey my calling. If there's anything between the two of us, I should help her to fulfill her calling. And she should help me to fulfill my calling. Hallelujah. Because she is called out by God. You think about it. Somebody who resists arrest is called into the police station. When you resist arrest, your case is bad. And some of you have resisted arrest for 10 years. God has called you, you have resisted. I don't know. I don't know what, what, what plans God is hatching for you. You are struggling with God. Leave me. I said, no, I won't come. Leave me. Uh, you, you are struggling with God. Even when we resist, just come on, police officer. When you end up, they will take force. They will use tear gas. They will use other things to shock you. Yeah. Yeah. Marriages are broken because of lack of response or respect. Yeah. Ladies and men alike leave their spouses said, I don't like how I'm not responded to. When I call, there is no response. And to somebody, that is the, the highest of their respect. Yeah. Yeah. And marriage, that the people, they, they break it because I called and you did not respond. Or you don't take me serious when I say something. That is marriage. So I'm asking you, who should God do to you? How he has called you all these years? You have resisted arrest. He has flagged you. You say you will not go. You are still on the, you are still on the field. How can you resist? The referee say red card. All the, I mean, they say now you should go in. This person is coming. You also say you are not going. You don't understand. I'm talking about what it means to be caught. If you know the consequences. You know when my children, 
my son was a bit younger. He had a helicopter and cars that he, he liked playing with. Sometimes he would be playing with it. And I would be at upstairs and I would be calling. I would call his name. Sometimes he likes playing with the thing and he's not, he doesn't want to come. So one day I got there, I said, I will melt this thing. I will melt it. I will melt this helicopter so that you can attend to me. God is about to melt some things that is uh, I don't know what you are playing with. Maybe when God melts it, you, he will have your attention. When it's melted, he gave you the helicopter. He gave you the marriage. He gave you the children. He gave you all you have. And you have made it a subject of your attention. Now, because of that, you cannot attend to his call. That's what happens in marriage. When the children come, and the children take the place of the husband. Yeah. That's also how the church is. Yeah, when you don't have anybody, you and God, you are always praying and fasting. When the church becomes full with members, then now God is out. Then you have programs. Come fast again and you say, God, I'm, I'm having some program with my members. The baby came from your husband. When the husband even asks you for water, you are not able. But the baby is not even warm. It's not when you hear, hey, then you jump from the bed to go and attend to the baby. Hey, may God have mercy. I'm talking about what it means to be called. Exodus chapter three, verse number four. Bible says, and when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see. God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here am I. Hallelujah. Yeah, to be sermon distinctly, you are called out. So God called Moses. Have you had a dream that you heard your name being called? You are called. Don't joke with it. In Esther chapter 31, verse number 2, Bible says, See, I have called by name Bezeril, the son of Uri, the son of Her, of the tribe of Judah. Now, those who don't hear from God, your case is even more terrible. Because many people want to hear the call from God. Yeah. But when you don't hear the call from God, you need to be very careful. Because God has a witness against you. He has asked somebody to call you. Do you understand? So it's not only God. God has called you, but he has a witness that he has called you. So that one, when you don't respond. So you may not have a dream. You may have somebody called. God has called you. Do this. Bezalel did not have a vision. He was sleeping. And God told Moses that I have called him. So tell him that he is called. So I want to hear it myself. Okay. <laughs> You want to hear it yourself, you and God. So sometimes people say, no, I want to hear it. No, sometimes you don't need to hear it yourself. Once God has given you a witness, God has called somebody to call you. So it's not only God who has called, but even man also knows that God has called you. So if you don't respond, you have no excuse. Can I hear your loudest amen? Amen. 
Samuel, 1 Samuel 3, 4, Bible says, and the Lord called Samuel and he answered, here am I. May you answer the call. Romans chapter 1, verse number 1, Bible says, Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated unto the gospel. Amen. All right. And the call of Paul in Acts chapter 9, verse number 4 and 5. When Paul was called, Bible says, and he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecuted thou me? And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And the last one is Corinthians 1 1. Paul called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ through the will of God and Suthinus, our brother. Okay, then Mark chapter 1, verse number 19 to 20, Bible says, And when he had gone a little further, thence he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, who also were in the ship, mending their nets. And straightway he caught them, and they left their uh, father Zebedee in the ship with the hired servants and went after him. Amen. May we learn this good example. All the people who were called and they responded instantly. Once upon a time, I went into a shop, a barbering shop, and I saw a guy sitting down there with a bushy hair. The hair was grown like that. Then I went and called him to come to church. So he's thinking about it. I said, no, come. God has called you. He's the guy sitting down there. He had a bushy hair. Yeah. But you see, sometimes when God calls you, I, I, there are people that I saw their face. I did not know them. I saw their face. You, you meet this person there. You go and call. Yeah. Another person is somebody like John Go and we see we. People that you see that tomorrow you are going to meet somebody like that. And they are, they are joking and playing Ludo with their calling. I am a witness that God has called them. And the other people over here that I have already spoken to, you are looking at me. <laughs> you thought I would mention your name. I will. <laughs> Number two. Number two. To be called me, you've received a special mercy. Somebody say mercy. mercy. Say mercy. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse number 1. Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we faint not. Hallelujah. Yeah. So when you are called, listen to me. Listen, don't think that you are so important. God created you. You see, when you see an ant, an ant on the floor, and you use a broom to try to help because there's water there, and the ant wants to go over, it's like I can jump over the fence. I, you, the ant is misbehaving. It's an, a funny ant. Because this and thousand of them, you can just do like that. All of them will die. You can take your slippers and all of the ants will die. Have you thought about God? We Look, he sits in heaven and he falls to his on earth. How old are you? Before time began, he was. I mean, how old are you that you are bragging? 
You, you have called by God to come and do something here. To be called by God. If an ant is being taken care of, it's, it's, an, it's, it's, it's amazing. How many have seen some dogs that are in, I mean, rich people's house? In a car, they take them to a palace to be combed. There are other dogs who are being kicked all over. You are a dog. You are just a dog. You are not so special. Are you there? So I said, dog, if you are being treated special, you have, you have received the greatest. Other dogs don't even come. How many dogs are in King's Palace? How many dogs have played to eat in? How many have jerseys? And they comb their hair and they uh, trim it. I, you need to think about it. Uh, you know what? So you need to understand that when God calls you, is the greatest of the mercies. Chris, it's the greatest of the mercies. Do you know that God can do without us? It is even when he involves us that we destroy the word. The word of God, the honor, the word of God is so powerful. It is when we are preaching it that we water it down. I'm telling you. It's just like having uh, uh, where, where is the children? They are gone. Like Samuel, I want to carry something and I want him to be happy. So I said, oh, help me to carry it. You are even adding your weight to the thing I'm carrying. <laughs> you are adding your weight. I can actually put you on the load and carry you. Simple. I can put you on the table and carry you. But now that you are holding the table to try, you are causing me to delay. So it's not something that you need to think that you are down coming to change something, the call of God. If you are wise, that's why you notice that by the time you are dying, there will be more sinners than we came to meet. That's why you can't, you can't think of yourself, you are so special. If we are so special, then no pastor will die. It's the message you have, you have been given so that you will stand. Can I tell you something? Will you keep it? Listen to this. God, you know, when you are here, maybe when I call, Spellele, come. You see, when he was sitting down there, the best view you could have of him was the back end. Do you understand? And many people could not even see him. And because of where I am, when I called him, look at where he's standing. Is he not the greatest of the masses? Somebody is sitting down. He wish and she wish she is the one who is called. You are not even wearing jacket. Somebody is wearing jacket. Somebody has dressed more powerfully than you are. But so for you to be called here, you have received mercy. And God is very high. God is very high. So when God calls you, it's like he elevates you. He's taking you high where he is. It's the greatest of the masses. If you are not called by, you will be among the non-entities. Nobody will know you. If I, I mean, why do you know me? It's because God called me. It's the masses. 
to be famous, to be shown grace that I don't deserve. So don't think that, look, you are the one who is going to change everything. Have you not noticed that with all you are doing still, it doesn't look like much is being done. That is why, God bless you. That is why you need to think of yourself that you have received the greatest of the mercies. When you are doing something, when God has called you, jump in. Don't faint. Don't, don't, don't murmur. Don't grab and say that, yeah, every day I'm going for rehearsals. Hey, hey, hey. There are people with better voice. There are better people than all of us together. There are people who qualify. So for us to be doing what we are doing. Yeah. Whether you are a wife or you are a husband, there's a better husband than you. There's a better wife than you. There's a better student. There's a better son and there's a better daughter. So thank God that he's called you anyway. Therefore, seeing we have this ministry as we have received mercy. Somebody say mercy. 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 Yeah. And can I tell you what mercy is? Mercy. You know, grace is, is found. You can find grace. In 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3, the Bible says, um, uh, what do you call it? Grace and mercies, okay, multiplies according to the knowledge. Okay, so grace comes. Grace is an ability, but as a way to increase the grace of God upon your life. But when it comes to mercy, there is nothing. There is no formula. That's why mercy is obtained. Mercy is shown. Do you understand? You cannot qualify. There's nothing you can do to qualify for mercy. Mercy, you cannot go to school for mercy. You cannot pray for mercy. You, 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 God needs to show you mercy. That's why he says that, come boldly. According as his divine power has given unto our thing. Okay, go to first. Yeah. So you notice that the first one, it says, come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain. To obtain what? Yeah. So God gives you, obtain. You receive mercy, you cannot. But it said, and find grace. Grace can come through the knowledge of God. That's why in Peter he said, grace and mercies be multiplied. So the grace of God that comes upon you, you can increase it through learning. Hey. Second Peter 1, 2. Check it. Second Peter 1, 2. Quickly. Grace and what? Peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God. Hallelujah. So God's ability can come over you. Somebody has the grace to sing. But the grace to sing will multiply. Do you understand? Yeah, the grace to sing can multiply when you take yourself through the knowledge of singing. So sometimes people have grace, but the grace doesn't increase and doesn't multiply because it's not, they are not adding knowledge to it. Hallelujah. But when it comes to mercy, the same applies to peace. God can give you peace of mind, but the peace of mind will multiply when you learn how to talk, how to answer. How, do you understand? Knowledge multiplies these things, but when it comes to the mercies of God, 
There is nothing. It's obtained. That's why he said, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. said, Jacob, I have loved. Esau, I have hated. It ends it. So when you are called, it means there's, you, it's not your beauty. In case you think that is because of how you walk, is the mercy, you have been shown mercy. There is no good reason. Mercy is, there is no good reason for you to be selected, but you have been selected anyway. Mercy is not grace. Mercy is not grace. Mercy doesn't have anything to do with your giftings. No. He shows mercy. I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. Yeah. Come and obtain mercy. There is no good reason. There's no good reason. Why are people prophets and other teachers? There's no good reason. He gives according to. That's why he said he gave the talent to the people according to their own several abilities. He gave one, two, five, and he said, I have put this thing over there. Even who to select and give it to? There was no basis. So when you see that you are called, the reason why you need to respond is that it's the greatest of the mercies. Somebody shout mercy. mercy. Uh, will you respond? If you don't qualify and you have been selected, then you are blessing. Now you are behaving as though you have gone to school for it. What have you done to be where you are? To be called means that you have been shown mercy. That's what the Bible says. We faint not. You cannot bring tiredness into the ministry. You are a dancing star. We are giving you I mean, opportunity to be known. Who knows you? To dance. Well, when you dance, it doesn't really work. But anyway, you, you need to dance. Because instead of going left, you are going right. All this kind of thing. But we say, it's okay. Mix, mix with them. Sometimes you are in the choir. Are you getting it? The fact that we don't give you microphone, you should know. If you could really sing, we will give you microphone. <laughs> I said, if you could really, if your singing was so nice, we will give you microphone. So that father, you are not holding my, no, that Charlie, don't brag. Just be there. Mercies of God. I said the mercies of God. I said the mercies of God. I faint not. I am. When they are saying that the people in the choir, you join as though you can sing. You cannot sing, but we are not making any uh, issue out of it. They are calling, they are calling pastors, and I'm also included as though I can do something. You are also called a pastor when you can't have your quiet time, when you don't even know how to pray. Meanwhile, people, call, you know, you notice that you need to know that challenge that thing is like the mercy is working. Oh. The mercy is working. You need to know that that thing. Oh. It looks like it is God. Are you here? That is why you don't need to give formula. Yeah. Sometimes when you see why somebody has proposed to you yourself, you, you are asking, this, this guy, is he serious? He doesn't know me. Eh? What, what did he see that he's proposed to me? Hey, and you yourself, you discover, you know that there are better people around. So when you, that's why you want the marriage to be fast in case he changes his mind. Because you know, you know that this one is messy. You don't qualify when you see the way you walk. 
You are all over the place. You know you don't know how to do combination. And occasionally, new, new saints. When you lift your armpit, the whole place is changed. There's so many things wrong with you that you are afraid that you have been chosen. You have been afraid. Mercy, the mercies of God. And they have passed the nice people who walk well, who have developed catwalks. People that they have broken their, their, their hand and they are coming, they have passed or they have come to a lady, you move, you, you scratch your, you are <clears throat> different things. And you have been chosen. Don't give any formula. Somebody say, mercy. Mercy. May God show us mercy. Yeah, that's why you know, when you cry for mercy, God doesn't, doesn't reject. Because you are saying that I don't qualify. I, there's no formula I can have this. You just, just consider me. How many want God to consider you? Yeah, the way it is, if he doesn't consider you. Are you getting it? Yeah, it's the mercies. It's the pure mercies of God. Mercy. Yeah, when you look at even how. I don't know whether I can see I mean, the mileage on the odometer that somebody wants to marry you. The odometer is reading very high. The car has been used. So the person is coming to buy you. Are, you are, even if you are selling the car, you notice that they, you should have paid Lobola for the guy. Hey! Am I preaching? And number three. How many can see that you have received mercy? How many can see that you have received mercy? You can see that I don't qualify. There's no good reason. I don't even know why I am here. It is the mercies of God. Don't give any formula. Number three. To be called means you are appointed for a special purpose. God has a purpose. You are appointed. So don't joke. There's a purpose. The reason nobody is called. Nobody employs another person for nothing. Come and sit there at the office without a computer. You don't have work schedule. We don't know. Before you will be hired, before God calls you. Hallelujah. Bible says, for those he predestined, he, he, those he foreknow, he predestined. And those he predestined, he also called. And those he called, he justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. So there's something, there's a reason God has called you. Hallelujah. You are appointed for a special purpose. And if you don't respond, look, it's just like uh, this seat. Can I, can I show you this seat? Please bring it to me. Okay. Wow. Can I sit on it? Yeah, it works. Hello. Number one. <laughs> Fine. So, if you are called to be one of the legs of this chair, there's a purpose. When you are called, there is a reason why. You are called to be one of these legs. Yes, it has four, four legs. Sometimes, without the one leg, the chair will look like it is stable. Unless pressure is applied, they notice that something will collapse. So when you are called, you are called for a purpose. 
a purpose that only you can save. God has you in mind. God has something specific. So when you don't respond to the call of God, you are like one of the legs of the chair that you are going to cause somebody to fall because you don't respond. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, when he talks about who is Apollos and who is Paul, it comes down, verse number 5 or 6, said, they are ministers by whom the Lord, can you put it there? He talks about it, that they are ministers by whom everybody, everybody is given a specific minister to save. There are people in Maitland that I am not supposed to save. You are supposed to save. There are people that have your name attached to them. If you don't respond, all those people will go to hell. I'm telling you. Are you there? I have planted Apollo water. Uh, continue. Who then is Paul and who is Apollos? But what? Ministers by whom ye believe, even as the Lord gave to every man. Ministers. So God gives every man a minister. God gives every man a minister, whether Apollos or Paul. God gives everyone. And you'll be surprised that you are a minister for somebody else. You are refusing to answer the call. People are going to help because they, you have been given as a minister. Without you, many people will not come. Yeah. The seat will be there, but one leg is not. I cannot be here this morning and be in Cryfontein at the same time. I cannot be here and be in Georgia at the same time. I cannot be here and be in Mamesbury at the same time. So there are people that are in Mamesbury. The person who has been called to be in Mamesbury, if he doesn't go. Do you think that God is going to judge me why I did not go to Mamesbury? I need to be judged for what I did and did not do in where he has placed me. The three legs cannot be judged for the one leg that is causing the collapse. Do your portion because you are called. It's an appointment. You are called on, on to a specific purpose. You may think that the three legs are okay. It's stable. It's not too bad. Yeah. Sometimes you see the church. The church can be full over. We were uh, sitting over 500 before the, uh, 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 yeah, the lockdown. And now some people, you are, there are people who are connected to you. Look at the people who came to church because of you today. They did not come because of me. Do you think that God will reward me for your work? How do God come and reward me, the righteous judge? Who knows that I did not call this person who went and witnessed? He never forgets. Don't think you are doing something for me. No, 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 no. Do you think that what I'm doing, I'm doing for uh, Bishop Dag? He has given me a platform. He has, he has shown me what I can do for God. If I don't do it, he has finished his portion. I will have to answer to God. If you don't answer the call, do you think that God is going to kill me because you did not answer? Once I have called you, I have finished. Once I have told you, I have finished. Once I have told you, you are going to sort it out with God. At the judgment, maybe I will not even want to talk to you. I say, when we see you at the judgment, I say, Charlie, I'm also going to be sorted out. When I finish my judgment, then we, we see what is Because I was called to do something. We were also called ministers. But minister by whom ye believe. Even as what the Lord gave to every man. 
So every man who is moving out there, the Lord has given specific people to bring there. They are not in check because the people, their ministers have not gone. Anyone, don't, don't, don't look at an unbeliever and begin to uh, laugh. Maybe you are the reason why. Maybe you are the reason why any unbeliever, scholar, prostitute moving around, there is a person who has not done his work, who has not responded to the call. Do you think that will come to uh, Micaiah? I'll come to, uh, what do you call it? Makaza. The days that I was in Makaza is over. I may come to do convention, go and visit and all that. But when I was there moving from house to house, doing basenta in people's home, going to Philippi, Saisi, going to that time is over. It's your turn. You are called for a purpose. If you don't do it, you are going to see that there was 100 people that you were supposed to come to heaven with. Even a minister, even as the Lord gave every man. You'll be there and think that you are here to play a, a, a fanfare and to be happy and gather money. There's a list of people who are tied to you. When you, you'll be happy, I'm going to heaven. You will end up in heaven, but you'll be surprised. You, you will surprise yourself. You will surprise yourself because there's a purpose. And when you respond, you don't need to do much. There is somebody who, there, no matter how I, I explain, there are people that they will not hear. By you, my sister, when you talk, they will follow you as though, yeah, that, that is how it is. That is how it is. You know, how we love Bishop Doug. Some people also hate him with passion. I mean, you can't understand why anybody should have a place to hate a man like that. But you see, he is called for me and you. That is why we love. Everything is nice to us. The people who are also not here, may, they may have been called to somebody else. Somebody you listen to, you don't know, what is, what is this preaching? <sighs> you want something you can understand. Some people, when you, they preach and they don't understand, the preaching is powerful. <laughs> when they don't understand what is said, today the word is wild. It was too powerful. But other people, you need to understand what is going on. Ministers, but ministers by whom you believe. Somebody must believe because of you. I say somebody must believe because of you. Because you are appointed. Hmm? Yeah, you are appointed for a special purpose. There are three girls that only you can talk to. There are five guys that only you can talk to. Yeah, there's a lady. Where is Angel? Is Angel here? I don't know what she does. But when she goes out, she can bring 20 people. Always I will tell her, Angel, don't joke with your calling. When people cannot find one people, you see that all people are following. There are people that only you can speak to them. Can I hear a lot of amen? I'm trying. Number four. Separated for God's purpose. Separated. To be called means you are separated for God's purpose. Hallelujah. Oh. How many have a, a swimming costume that you, when you go to beach you wear? The dress that you are wearing here, did you buy it so that you go to the beach with it? Yeah. So even you, 
you have the sense to have things that you use in sleep. How many have pajamas? I pray for, lift your hand. Lord, even those who don't have pajamas, you sleep in your jeans, you wake up. Lord, I pray for pajamas for all the ladies who wear jeans when they are sleeping. In the name of Jesus. And the guys, and the guys, when you, I mean, what is pajamas? It will disturb you. When you wake up, no, you are moving. Lord, I pray for special pajamas for the guys as well. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. But you don't buy pajamas to come to church with, with it. There's something that you have separated. Are there not some warm clothing, some jerseys that when it was summer, you packed it? So can God not select you that I will use you specially to talk to people on Sunday? Can God not set you aside that to be called is to be separated for a specific purpose that on Friday I'm going to use? God select you. He said, I'm going to use you specially to speak to people on Friday. All of us, mothers and fathers, there is a means saved somewhere. There are special plates that you don't eat in unless there's a visitor you love and you respect. Then you go and bring a separated crystal glasses, bowl and plates and spoons. That you, you are eating from broken plates and other rusty spoons. But there is one special one that you are waiting. Separated for a special purpose of God. Can God, to be called means that God has separated you. That every Tuesday, you are, is going, you are going to serve some people. Oh, to be separated for God's purpose. That I have some people. I'm bringing some people for you to serve them. It's like the plate that you are bringing from under the bed, from the missive, so something, a spoon that you don't use normally, a cup. Even your children know. When you say, hey, have you taken her? When mommy comes, it, she doesn't use it unless she has visitors. <laughs> yeah. She has separated something. And when you are called, that is what it means. That people are burdened, people are worried, people are suffering. They need comforting. They need to hear from God. And God calls you, I'm separating you to serve a certain purpose that only you can. And you are there. The, the reason why there are a lot of suicide, depression, is because people who have been set aside for a purpose are not doing it. The reason why many are struggling is those who God has called and set aside for a special purpose, separated for a special purpose, are not doing it. In Deuteronomy chapter 10, verse number 8, the Bible says, And at that time the Lord separated the tribe of Levi to bear the ark of the covenant of the Lord, to stand before the Lord, to minister unto him, and to bless in his name unto this day. How many remember one guy tried to help the ark? The, 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 the ark. The, yeah. It was falling when David was bringing it. Yeah, from the house of Obedidom. He was bringing it and he was dancing and happy. Look, the trolley or whatever it was on the cart. I mean, bump. And the, and the ark was falling. So there's this guy. Do you know his name? Uzziah, eh? Yeah. He stretched his hand to help God not to fall. God says, I have not separated. He died instantly. 
Sir, I have not separated you to hold me. Only specific people have been separated for that purpose. And Levi, they share. They share the plot, the 12 tribes of Israel. They share all the land for them. Can you believe that they had 12 children, 12 tribes, but when they were sharing the land, they divided it into 11. So they asked, hey, where is our portion? And the Lord said, uh, you, I am your portion. Hallelujah. You, you don't need the land. Amen. You, know, you see, when you are called, you see people fighting for this. No, God is your portion. God will let everything come true. Oh, I wish I can give you testimonies. Hallelujah. When it's difficult, God will manifest. He, he will watch over you. Respond to the call. He's not a man to lie. Yeah. He has separated you for his purpose. Amen. Even you, some people who work for you in your house, you attend to them. How much more if you attend to what God wants you to attend to? He will care for you. Hallelujah. Number five, to be sent out properly. To be called means to be sent out properly. You remember Nehemiah was, he, she, he received a message that the, uh, the, the city of Jerusalem is burned down. Everything is broken. And he wanted to go and, and build it. But he allowed the king. He prayed, waited on God and told the king, if you will send me. Hallelujah. To be called means to be sent properly. To be sent properly. Are you there? Yeah. You don't need to just go. You cannot take yourself into marriage. Even when there was nobody to take Eve to Adam, God had to manifest. Like uh, my, one of my friends told me, he said, you cannot just went. You need to be sent properly. Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 45, verse number 7. Bible says, And God sent me before you to preserve you a posterity in the earth and to save your lives by a great deliverance. Amen. Yeah. Joseph was explaining to his brethren that you thought you were selling me into slavery. You wanted to kill me, but God sent me. Hallelujah. There was a call upon his life to preserve life and to deliver people from dying and to bring deliverance to the whole nation of Israel. Hallelujah. And God had to send him properly, to be sent properly, to be called, is that you are allowing yourself to be sent properly. Amen, amen? Amen. All right. Number six. Number six. To be called means to receive. You are receiving a grace from God. Hallelujah. Now, we prayed about that, so I have done it. Hmm? <laughs> and you have the book also. Receiving a grace. How many want to receive God's power? God's ability? Yeah, so a lady was telling us the difference between favor and grace. There's no time for it. But grace is the ability of God. The power of God, the strength of God, the capability of God that comes over a man to do what he couldn't do without it. Okay? So the difference between what you can do naturally and what you can do when the power of God, the grace of God 
comes upon your life that you can even measure the grace. <laughs> there are things that you know you cannot do it. When you look at yourself, the way it is, how you have kept yourself since you got born again up to now, you notice that this is the grace of God. This one is the grace. Hey, <laughs> is the grace. Hallelujah. Number seven, it means receiving a ministry from God. A ministry is a service. If you are called by God, it means God has given you special service to do. Like somebody who sings, somebody who leads praise and worship, somebody who is leading the dance. There are things that you can see that you have received a ministry. Yeah, you are of a service or a specific kind of administrator. And you notice that these guys have received ministries. Corinthians chapter 4, verse number 17. And to Archippus, take heed to the ministry which thou hast received in the Lord, that thou fulfill it. First Corinthians 16, 15. I beseech you, brethren, ye know the house of Stephanas, that it is the first fruit of Achia, and they that have addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints. These people had addicted. They were bound to serve, to serve the ministry of the uh, saints. They were offering service like administrators. They have a ministry. Yeah. And you're a good administrator. It's like a vehicle that causes the church to move forward. A church without an administrator is stuck. Number eight, receiving a talent from God. Now, a talent is a gift. How many remember the parable of the man who traveled and gave some five, some two, and one? If you find yourself, you can sing, you can preach, you can. Don't let me tell you that you have received a talent. Two, <laughs> you are here, you can organize. You can, I mean, people follow you naturally. You have a talent. You have a skill. You are called. And you need to respond. Matthew chapter 25, verse 14 and 15. Bible says, For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servant and delivered unto them his goods. And unto one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to every man according to the server, to according to his several ability and straightway he took his journey. The reason why it looks like you are not called is that he gives the talent and run away. Do you understand? <laughs> so you find yourself alone and you have a skill. So, wow, I am skillful. Don't, don't. It means you are called. You cannot see anyone around. Can you imagine that uh, Bezalel he sleeps, he wakes up and notice that he can do embroidery. He can do uh, uh, different things. Calvin, mm? weaving. Then he said, wow, I'm how can you sleep and wake up with... No, you are called. That is why you are seeing talent in you. To be called is to receive talent. So instead of boasting of what you can do, rather be humble and notice that there is a responsibility attached to what God has given you. Amen. Even if God has given some of you, your, your beauty is your talent. Everybody wants to smile at you. There are people that 
their faces are not compatible with smiling. So people look at it and they, by you, everybody look at it. Hey, hey, hey. People want to hear from you. It's a skill, it's a talent. Respect it. Number nine is to receive a gift from God. Hallelujah. And the last one, but the, not the least, is receiving an office. Amen. When you are called, you receive an office. How many want to be in an office? Yeah, to be called means that God has actually put you in an office. It's, it's amazing. It's ama- Nobody employs somebody and let them work anyhow. They are giving laptops, even at lockdown. You are giving laptops, you are giving allowance for internet, different things. They, you are giving an office. They, are, they give you password. They give you platform. They, you cannot be called. When you called, God has given you an office within his estate. That is how important you are. May you answer the call. Amen. And may it be well with you. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. You need to understand that the consequences of not answering the call, you cannot handle it. If you yourself know you cannot handle the consequences of resisting arrest, of not responding to your mother's call, even some of you, your wife, if your wife calls you and you don't answer, you go and meet her in the house. See that when you are going, you are doing the sign of the cross, the Lord. <laughs> that is somebody you have married. You need to go and explain where you were. Sure. <laughs> You need to go and account for yourself. Your wife has called you and you did not respond. Or you, the thing rang three times before you picked it. When she paid, why did it take long for you to respond? Oh, sweetie, I was coming to I tripped. You are now giving reasons. Ochea, you should have delayed. You would have seen what he was going to do. If the human beings, you cannot resist their call. How much more God? How many want to answer the call of God upon your life? You are called. Hallelujah. May you answer the call. May the gifts, may the talent, may the office, may the purpose, may you be separated and may you be sermon. The sermoning for that special tax, you are answering it in the name of Jesus. We hope you've been blessed by the word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.